Maybe don't know. Maybe don't. This time, 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 What's up, everybody? I'm your host, Chris Hampton. And this is Nate Drolet. And together we have one million downloads. Boom. That's crazy. Yeah. Freaking million. MFN million. <laughs> I'm trying not to curse it for at least the first three minutes of the podcast. Okay. No promises Just on to my end. Make people with their children happy. Mm-hmm. But I can't promise that'll last past minute three because, you know. They need all the happiness they can get, Chris. Well, these things are real, so I'm I'm just not a happy dude all the time. Sometimes <laughs> I got a curse. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Million downloads. It's a. Uh, it's kind of strange to even think about. You know, when this when this thing started, it was like, I mean, you remember what the first episodes were like? Like, I don't know if I'm gonna keep doing this. Yeah, the intro to every episode. Well, we're just gonna see what's happening. Yeah, and it just seemed like. A lot of work, which it is. It was, and it is. Um, But I just really valued having these conversations, you know, and I think it's cool to see other people valuing them and latching on and getting excited about it. Yeah. So somebody out there, I don't know who, is sharing this thing because it's, it's continuing to grow. Like our monthly average has doubled in the past four months, five months. Um, Which is rad. Yeah. Thanks to all of y'all. Yeah. Super cool. And Nate and I kind of wanted to sit down for the, you know, millionth download party here with our, our tea and water. I was going to say big party. uh, We've got our laptops been working all morning (laughs) drinking. We just had a wasabi Kit Kat. That's a party. Big day. Yeah. Yeah. We shared (laughs) a a miniature wasabi Kit Kat Mm -hmm. because we're both on that send grind right now. Yeah. Um, but we wanted to sit down and just tell all of the new people um, and the people who've been here for a while, like what this thing is, why we do it, and what else we do and how you can support um, and how much we appreciate you because, like I said, it's kind of crazy. We just do this thing because we want to hear ourselves talk a lot mm-hmm. and people also want to hear us talk a lot, which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, we've never really stop to take the time to really discuss this it's something you know you started and you're like hey i'm just gonna keep going till the wheels fall off yeah and i assumed the whole world just knew but then our listenership doubled so i'm like oh there were at least twice as many people who didn't know yeah yeah (laughs) exactly no really the whole thing started because i was like i had a background in audio Mm -hmm. so i had the equipment and I was getting to have these cool conversations. I was going to these festivals and these events and talking to people, having really cool conversations. And I'm like, why don't I record this? And when I first started, I was like, I need to figure out how to record this over the phone. And then I'm like, this sucks. I hate trying to figure out how to record it over the phone. So Mm -hmm. I just decided I'm going to do them all in person. Um, And I liked that about the EnormaCast, which was already happening. Um, I like that Chris did all of his conversations in person 
they just seem like a much nicer, more organic conversation. You're not like waiting to for the other person to stop talking so you can talk. You know, you yeah. can read each other. Yeah. No. I and I think it really shows. Um, yeah. And you know, I really appreciate these conversations too because, I mean, I obviously you have a lot of these conversations um, when I'm not around. Um, You're always and, in my heart, Nate. Perfect. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, we all kind of live in bubbles to some yeah. degree. And, you know, up until the other night, I had never met Lonti and Chu. I was like fangirling so hard when right. we, we were at a Thai food restaurant and she showed up. Yeah. But because I love that conversation. That's a conversation I never would have had or experienced. Yeah. Um, so I thought that podcast was amazing. Um, and so it was pretty cool to finally get to meet her. But with so many of these, I mean, you know, you got to go sit in Dan John's house and talk with him. I know, that's just like, crazy. Yeah. I already I, cursed. I don't know if three minutes are up or not. But. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, like it's really cool because these are, you know, we all live in our own little bubbles and there's a lot of things we can gain from that, but it's really cool when you get to kind of see outside of that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, even, you know, as someone, I'm a part of a lot of these podcasts, but with all the others, I'm super appreciative that these conversations are available. Yeah, if you had to strike the Lantian Chu and Dan John episode from the records, oh. what would be your new favorite? Uh, and the board meeting. Board meetings don't count in this. What? Okay. Um, <laughs> board meeting, board meeting, board meeting. Um, Trevor would be pretty high. Uh-huh. Uh, man, ravioli biceps. That was you a know? fantastic one. He's a homie from back in the day, and it was really fun uh, getting to hear all about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that one was cool. And that's one of the things I really love about this is being able to have the unexpected conversations, mm -hmm. you know, like I knew I was going there to have a conversation and, and part of what makes that possible is the support from everybody out there because I can't justify driving, you know, 12 hours round trip to Denver to get to the airport, to buy a ticket, to fly to Vegas, to have a conversation. You to know, stay in a really sketchy hotel. To stay in a really <laughs> sketchy hotel and invite <laughs> Bill Ramsey over. Um, there's no way I could justify doing that if it weren't for the fact that people are supporting and people expect me to come with cool conversations. And mm -hmm. So I went into that episode not really knowing what I was going to get. Like I had never met him and all I knew about him really was he's the only person to do all the moonboard benchmarks. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, I mean, I think that's probably a, an interesting place to start. So let's see what's up with this dude. Yeah. Um, so being able to go into those conversations means a lot to me and the support that provides that so and i'm glad people find it interesting yeah and hopefully helpful as well yeah like i know a lot of these episodes have helped shape my training and my climbing mm -hmm. and just perspective in general yeah i don't i don't know if i could pick a favorite actually i thought of another one the miguel one is pretty high up oh yeah the miguel one's great and that one's like i mean you and i have both been known miguel for i mean i think i've known him for 12 years yeah and so that one definitely holds like a special place for me. Yeah, totally. I don't I don't know what would be my favorite, man. There's so many so many cool moments. Um like the Brian Anthony's episode. Oh yeah. Was amazing. 
Um, Ooh, the Mina one, her talking about her Mina. dad. Yeah. Um, man. And the yeah. pictures her mom drew. Yes. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, just too many. Like, I, I feel like I'm like hitting one of my kids in the face with a hammer <laughs> if I don't say it. So let's start with our least favorite right now. <laughs> say it. Let's go on record. Least favorite. Uh, board meeting, board meeting. No, I'm kidding. No. Um, and those are, you know, those are another thing, the board meetings, like where did those even come from? How did we, I really liked the name board meeting and I was like, we have to do something with this. And I think maybe you came up with the idea. And I remember the night, was it after we recorded our first one or was it after we talked about the concept that I made the logo in the middle of the night? Cause I was like, it may have been that. Yeah. It may have been. We were staying uh, we at first my it. we were staying at my daughter's house, yeah, in Cincinnati. And I remember laying on the couch at like two a.m. <laughs> working on the logo because it was exciting. Yeah, yeah. And I think the board meetings are a cool uh, contrast juxtaposition. We get to we get to dive into a topic pretty deep and talk about it from a coach's perspective. You mm-hmm. know what we're seeing instead of trying to tease out the things that make people an expert at what they do or that have informed people's experience. Um, we get to just dig into these topics. Yeah. You know? I think it's great cause we can kind of, I mean, cause you can learn so much from other people. Um, and I mean, a lot of what we apply in the board meetings is what we learn from other people as well. Um, but this kind of lets us be, say, Hey, here's some actionable bullet points. You know, we're going to get just pretty much right to the point. Um, and really dig on topics that uh, we enjoy. And it's in a way that we can subliminally force all our clients to do what we want. Yeah, totally. Um, so yeah, if you're one of our clients <clears throat> and you think a board meeting speaking to you, it probably is. is. Yeah. yeah. We probably <laughs> talked about you for 20 minutes before we recorded the episode. Exactly. And after, most likely. <laughs> um, do you know how many board meeting topics we have listed in the Oh God, like shared folder. How many we have ahead of us? Yeah. A lot. I don't know. Yeah. I don't either. It's a lot. I feel like it has to be over 60. For sure. We, it's something like early on we were like, what are we going to talk about? I don't know. And the ideas were slower to come, but now that we've got this shared folder, we can both just like drop in ideas Mm -hmm. whenever they pop up and it's just getting longer and longer and longer and longer and I used to be afraid that I would run out of topics to talk about or oh, same. interesting people to talk to, you know, but with our list of board meetings and just last night or two nights ago at dinner, um, my wife asked us, you know, who was on the dream list to talk to. Yeah. And we just kept naming people. Like, There's so many interesting people with interesting stories who are, who have some expertise in some area that I really want to learn from, um, that it it could go on forever. Yeah. Top of the dream list though. Mike Tyson. No question. (laughs) Got to get Mike on. (laughs) No, Mike Tyson, Tony Hawk, Rodney Mullen. Those are like the, the three big dream guests. Yeah. And then there's lots of climbers too. Mm -hmm. And them. (laughs) I mean, one of my, one of my like, big one of the guests I really wanted to talk to I'm not going to say it was a dream guest necessarily but 
somebody I really wanted to talk to will be the next episode coming out Monday. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah, and and it wasn't the conversation I imagined having initially, hmm. um, but I think it did go a long way toward building a rapport that will lead to future more in-depth conversations. And this was a great conversation, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but it didn't go into him as much as a film of his that's coming out. So, okay. Yeah, so, and that's one of the reasons I, I do this thing because there's so many aspects of people to talk about. Like, mm-hmm. like oh, I don't yeah. want to have Mina on the podcast and talk about her entire history as a climber, everything she does, yeah, and then not have something to talk to Mina about the next time I see her. You know, I would rather be able to have ten episodes with Mina. Totally Are you listening, Mina. Yeah. Nine <laughs> more to go. Eight, maybe technically. Mm-hmm. So no, and I think that's a great way to do it. Like really dive into these individual facets. Yeah. Um, Cause yeah, everyone, I mean, it doesn't matter what level someone's climbing at. Everyone's got unique stories and really cool things that they can contribute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have any climber dream guests that you would love to see on here? Oh, Mikey Williams. Oh yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. I, I think that was a good suggestion. Yeah. Mikey's on it for <clears throat> sure. Mikey's, um, I hadn't even really thought about Mikey as a guest, partly because he's so thin that he's invisible and yes. I just can't see him. Um, But yeah, I think he's a, fantastic example of like really pushing to the edges of your capabilities. Yeah. Um, what I'm trying to say there, Mikey, is that you'll probably never get stronger. No, not a chance. <laughs> um, I'd like to have a drunk history episode with Jerry Moffat. Oh man, that would be amazing. Like that would be maybe a whole series. We should get all the Brits together yes. to do just a bunch of drunk, drunk British history yes. or even better drunk American history. Drunk told by them yeah told by the brits so tell us jerry and ben like how did you perceive progress in the united states going with climbing (laughs) i would love to hear please don't hold anything back (laughs) yeah so those are uh those are my two highest on the list it could happen Uh, drunk climbing history and uh mikey williams it could definitely happen and you know like i mentioned already the support from people not only the listening and downloading it, but people have obviously told other people about it. You know, people aren't just finding it in the ether. Um, and I, and I, and I want to let people know that that's, that's probably the best way to support this thing. Um, we have other options too, but if you can share it with your friends, like it doesn't matter if it's social media mention an episode at the crag, you know, turn it on in the car on the way to the crag with your friends, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, grab their phone and subscribe them, you know, whatever it is, sharing it goes a really, really long way. Uh, also, I don't know, I wish I would have uh, looked up who this was, but shout out to the guy who uh, was competing in a finals. Oh yeah, in an, with the Ravioli in a competition Biceps episode. And, and had the Ravioli Biceps episode come on for his finals song. Yeah, uh, amazing. Legend. Yeah, I don't. We'll have to look up his name at some point. But yeah, yeah. Um, I gotta say, everyone else who thinks there's a they're a fan, like you got tough competition. Yeah, yeah. He pretty much took it to a whole another level. I think yeah. that's a Ravioli Biceps fan. Though. Yeah, 
I so mean, but hopefully who we want him over with the podcast and he listens to the other episodes, but mm-hmm. you know, if you're going to be a fan of a climber, ravioli biceps is a pretty good one. Yeah. 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 That was cool. And you know, the sharing of a podcast, like for, for me as someone who puts out the podcast is really difficult. It's not, it's not easy on social media to share a podcast mm-hmm. like it is a blog post. You know, you can't just click it and go read it, click it and go listen to it. Yeah. You have to go through some other channels, like get on your podcast app and download the thing. So it's, it's a lot of work to share it around. Mm-hmm. Um, so you telling your friends about it is for sure the best way to keep this thing moving. Yeah. And a lot of people have been apparently, so yeah. I appreciate that massively. Yeah, thanks to all of y'all. Yeah. You can also leave reviews. Um, I know that's also a time-consuming thing. It yeah. used to be a nightmare to do. It is easier in your your podcast app if you have an iPhone. Now you can just go to the show and leave a review. Um, so that's... Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Um, either five stars. We don't do that four-star bullshit mm-hmm. around here. Yeah. Um, no, actually, leave as many stars as you want. You know, some people are haters on the reviews, and, yeah. and I'm totally fine with that. Mm-hmm. It's, some of them are good, constructive haterisms. Totally. You know, I remember years ago. This was pre-podcast. This was back in just the blog days. I happened across, and I don't even know how I happened across it. Maybe it was after I did a an Ask Me Anything on Reddit, hmm. and. Somebody on Reddit had mentioned that the Power Company blog was just becoming a place for product reviews. And and it was. Like I had I had told a bunch of companies I would review their stuff. Mm-hmm. They had all sent them and then I just didn't have time to post blogs. Mm-hmm. So like six in a row became product reviews. And and the dude called me out on it. You know, and as soon as I read it, I was like, whoa, this dude is right. Like, no more product reviews. And since then, I haven't really done any. Mm -hmm. You know, one or two over the last, like, six years or something. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes I appreciate the the haters. Yeah. Some of you are just haters, and what you're saying is ridiculous, but but some of you are constructive, and I appreciate that. Yeah, we're always looking to get better. Yeah. Um, Patreon. That's the other way. Yeah. Like, this thing partially runs i can go have these in-person conversations because it's hard frankly to buy tickets to travel to places to schedule the time with somebody for us both to be able to sit down for an hour and a half or two hours and have these conversations that's made almost entirely possible at this point because i have to convince my wife that it makes sense for me to go travel for two days to have an hour-long conversation Uh uh-huh that partly happens because of the people who are patrons, you know, and, and frankly, I've said this the last five episodes, so I know it rings very hollow, but we haven't done a good job of keeping up with the patron only podcast, but there are a bunch of episodes over there. We do have more planned. I mm-hmm. use the word plan loosely here, mm-hmm. um, but we do appreciate everybody over there who's a patron and, you know, it's you guys. You guys are the reason this thing continues to run, frankly. Yeah. Otherwise, I'd have to say, monetarily, it's not worth it to keep trying to have these conversations. Mm-hmm. And then it would be all board meetings, which a lot of people would be totally fine with. 
But uh, lastly, all the other things we do here at Power Company. If you're new to this and you just found us through the podcast, we're not just a podcast. We do lots of other things, and that stuff helps support this, um, mm -hmm. whether it's our products, apparel, or our coaching services, which is kind of the heart of what we do here. Yeah. And that's how you came on board. Yeah, I came in as a coach. Um, do you remember the conversation? Uh, we were having pancakes. We were. <laughs> uh, I was looking to start a similar type business and I had been working on it for a few months mm -hmm. and it's funny. So I think you had started power company like two months before we had this conversation and man, I just completely stopped like working on it. Cause at that time I was like, I didn't think anyone else was doing a good job in that, in that industry. And so I was like, cool, this is what I want to do. And I remember you announcing that that's what you were doing. And I was just like, fuck man. Like, like there are only six people out there who want this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it was one of those things that like, I was like, man, I have a lot of respect for Chris. And this is someone who, if someone was going to go out and do a really great job, this is it. Um, and I pretty much told you that exact thing, uh, mm -hmm. on that when we were eating pancakes and you were like, man, I, I already have more people than I can handle. Like just basically from day one. So if you want to coach and, uh, yeah, it was kind of all downhill from there. Yeah. In the Miguel's parking lot. Yeah. Where all sorts of downhill ideas get spread around. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And it, I mean, it's been, and it just has kept growing, mm -hmm. like, which is kind of cool. We now have um, three other coaches mm -hmm. besides you and I. So shout out to Blake and Paul and Jess all in Chattanooga. And um, we have Dale doing data work and, um, and that's going to explode pretty soon, I think. Yeah. Um, and then I've also got Lana, who if you've, if you've sent in a contact form on the website, you've talked to um, a lot of you know Lana through email correspondence. And then also just recently hired another girl, Brittany, who's helping me with some projects, um, first of which is a book that's coming out either end of this year or beginning of next. Um, we're almost done with it. Just created the cover the other day, which is amazing. He's very excited about it. <laughs> I'm very excited about this cover. So, so yeah, we've got a team here and it's cool to, cool to see it growing like this. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. You know, we're just kind of making all this shit up as we go, mm -hmm. um, but it seems to be working and, and I think that's cool. Um, coaching wise, what's been your, favorite moments or biggest takeaways from the last several years of coaching? Oh man, I've had so many. Um, I get really excited when my clients like succeed, like to the point to where I, sometimes I feel more invested in them like in, than in my own climbing. Is that something you expected? Uh, no, like not really. Yeah. I mean, like I knew I would be invested in them and be excited, but yep. like, yeah, I had one year where, um, I had a client named Kat who she sent her first 513 yep. and I was cl like busy climbing and having like a great day of climbing when that, when I got the text from her and man, that was like, put me over the moon. I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. Like so, so psyched. <clears throat> um, yeah. And I was more excited for her to do that than I think for like any of my own sends that year. Yep. That's one of the most surprising things for me 
about this whole thing has been I get I get as much at least joy out of watching other people succeed or seeing light bulb moments in people at workshops, you know, when something clicks and I see their face light up and they're like, now I get it. Yeah. You know, people have been saying this for years, but now I understand it. Um, those moments are really cool. Yeah. You know, and also like getting to meet all these other people, um, you know, through, um, consultations, workshops, and personal clients. Like I've gotten to work with three different people who've swam in the Olympic trials. Like I may think I have a few things to offer when it comes to climbing (laughs) progress, but these are fucking elite athletes. Like they have a whole life before this. And that like, I love getting to pick their brains. I'm Mm -hmm. like, no, please like tell me more about this. Like, and it's great. Um, and it's cool. Like so many people that I get to work with have these really unique stories and backgrounds that, you know, I get to learn just as much from them as they do from me. Uh, so I think it's really, really cool with that. And, you know, and we meet people at workshops who they're like, Hey, I drove in from across the state. Like I've been listening to y'all for ever, like used your ebook. It worked great for me. You know, I just wanted to come out and like get to meet y'all. Yep. And that's rad, man. Like, it's very cool. Yeah. I feel really, really fortunate. Um, yeah. And I have to say that, you know, you just brought up doing these workshops and, you know, I think that was one of the coolest things we've done. It's not a, mm-hmm. it's not a super sustainable model. No. Cause it's really hard. It's hard on us. It's hard on our people, you know, and, and it's just tough to pull off. Um, but doing these, like, we're just going to drive state to state to state, load up in the car, drive a, for a few months. Yeah. Hit a bunch of gyms yeah. all along the way, do workshops, meet a bunch of people. I really love that. I think that's super fun. You know, it's you and I got to really know each other in the car. Oh yeah. That, I mean, you that know? was pretty much, <clears throat> you know, it's funny. I tell people all the time that like, we pretty much like kind of knew each other. Yeah. And then it was like, okay, like let's go on this huge road trip together. Yeah. And we both just like loaded in your car. And that was kind of us really getting to know each other for the mm-hmm. first time. And fortunately it worked out great. Yeah. We both can um, eat the same meal exactly. over and over and over. That's what I tell everyone as well. <laughs> for anyone who hadn't heard this story, um, like I was cooking breakfast for this whole trip. And first day I was like, Hey Chris, I'm going to make some, uh, veggie burritos with you know some meat in it you want like is that cool with you he was like yeah it's like okay next day chris i'm gonna make some burritos again is that cool with you he's like yeah it's like okay like third day i was like chris i'm gonna keep making these burritos <laughs> until you tell me to stop i think we, we ate burritos for two straight months yeah I like could, i could still eat them every day it doesn't, yeah doesn't bother I me in the slightest still do yeah but uh yeah i feel like that kind of set the tone for a lot of the trip just all right yeah. And you know, those trips, we spent a lot of time in the car talking. We listened to an audio book and would stop it after every chapter and discuss the chapter. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's, that's continued throughout the whole thing. There are a lot of times this morning, for instance, you know, I'm in there cooking breakfast and you're over here working and, and three quarters of the way through the conversation, I'm like, we should have had the fucking microphones on this whole time, mm-hmm. you know? we have so many interesting conversations like digging into our own personal ideas about coaching or climbing or progression or training or whatever. And 
playing devil's advocate, asking each other's questions, you know, trying to, trying to make each other think more about these ideas we've already settled on, you know? Yeah. And I find that super valuable. If it was just me and my own little vacuum, it wouldn't be what it is for sure. I feel the exact same. I mean, yeah, like that conversation we had this morning, like I feel so fortunate that I can say, hey, here is something that I think is cool and valuable. And like, I can trust you enough to say, I want you to try and poke holes in this idea. Um, And I know that if you're going to critique it, it comes from like a good place of wanting to help me make my thoughts better. Um, And that's really cool. Like I feel really fortunate for that. It mostly just comes from me wanting to be right. Mm Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's how it presents itself. Is yeah, I'm glad helping. I have this uh, illusion <laughs> in front of me. No, and, you know, that's that's sort of carried over into working with clients, too. Like, they hear us on the board meetings talking, and they hear the podcast, and they then they feel okay asking these questions or challenging assertions or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I find that incredible yeah you know just yesterday we're talking about the cover of the book i sent the cover of the book to one of my longtime clients and the cover the subtitle had the word easy in it and he's like is it easy or is it simple because i've always known you to give simple ways to progress but i don't find them very easy and i was like ah you're right yeah you know so we switched it like uh, being able to get that feedback from people is massive. And I think it starts with us both being open to it on the podcast, you know, listening to other people, listening to each other. Mm -hmm. So, and you know what else that that's just brings up another idea before we move on here. But the fact that a lot of people have trusted me to have really tough conversations on this podcast means a lot to me, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's Shelma or, uh, savvy or, uh, Brown girls climb or Mina, you know, talking about tough to discuss subjects isn't easy for me. Mm-hmm. And they allow me to come in uncomfortably and we can both be uncomfortable together trying to have these conversations. You know, that's, that's been a huge win that I felt like, I don't know if I should do this. I don't know how the people listening are going to react. But it's something I want to do, so ultimately I'm going to do it, and the reaction was great. So so I appreciate that. Yeah, that's super awesome. I mean, And actually, this is mildly tangential, but uh, as far as podcasts, I really enjoyed. But the Lee Smith and Drew Mack one. Oh, yeah. They talk about mentorship. I mean, there was... kind of got a little teary-eyed at one point in that like oh yeah i did for sure it got pretty heavy um yeah i don't know if it was in the podcast or after the podcast drew was like dude you're crying (laughs) i was like shut up drew yeah no it was like it was good i'm like i i feel super fortunate because i you know i've known both of those guys for a long time but it was really cool for it to have them like open up and share that um yeah because i mean there were some kind of like intimate things with that like i mean Shit, some things I wouldn't have shared, like, yeah. or I wouldn't have been comfortable sharing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was really great. That was awesome. Like, that's amazing that they were willing to share that. Yeah, totally. And those dudes are both 
good friends, you know, and mm-hmm. shout out to both of them. And Drew, Drew and I are starting up our second round of, of the Red River Pump Prep program. It's really hard to say. Yes. Like still, I haven't gotten any better at saying it. Pump Prep program. Um, starting that up on Monday as well. And um, we're just excited about how that thing went the first time. Mm-hmm. The, the people who did it were really, really stoked. Uh, Drew was stoked. I feel lucky to be able to help Drew out. Like I think he's one of the most inspiring young athletes coming up. Yeah. You know, really very willing to engage with the community. Mm-hmm. Like at at Rocktoberfest this year, that dude signed posters for like seven hours straight. Oh man. Like just a line of people constantly. And people love the dude and and it's for good reason. You know, he's a super genuine human. So I feel lucky to be able to help him out a little and to partner with him in this thing. You know, yeah. he's had some really great input and insights in it. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm excited to see how it <clears throat> keeps continuing. Yeah. And that, that runs Monday. So buy in people. Boom. Um, you know, you've got some clients who've been having some big wins. Yeah. So let's talk about a little bit about that. Give a shout out to our clients. We don't do that nearly enough. Mm-hmm. Things just, get so busy here. People don't want to spray. That's a big one. Like a lot of people are like, Oh, I'm super excited. I just smashed this thing. And I'm like, cool. Like, and they're like, but don't tell anyone. Don't tell anybody. They're like, I'm not even telling anyone like, you know, and there's this, I don't know. Yeah. There's this like kind of weird humility thing in climbing. Like, uh, this idea that I lack that entirely. mm -hmm, You know, uh, what was it? I think it was CS Lewis who said, humility isn't thinking less of yourself. It's thinking of yourself less. Mm, yeah. Um, and I think I like in, that in climbing, I feel like it kind of is a little bit backwards. Like a lot of times people are just like, Oh, you know, I, I put three years into it, but it's whatever. It's not a big deal. Yeah. And it's like, Hey man, like get excited. Like you're a, totally. like, and not only that, a lot of people want to be excited for you. Like, yep. you know, I mean, it's like when some of my clients like will send me a text and be like, Hey, I just one hung the route and I'm over here just like dancing. I'm like, yes, this is awesome. Like, you know, people love like the people in your life, like supporting you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, yeah, that's, that's advice I got from Dan Chancellor from so ill mm-hmm. a long time ago about, about power company. You know, I, I had put something out. I don't even remember what. And he sent me a text and was like, keep giving people ways to support you. You know, they'll, they'll keep supporting. Mm-hmm. And and I think you have to do that as a climber too. And you know, shout out to the guys at So Ill for supporting us hugely through all this. Yeah, you know, that community's been amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you have to do that. Like people want to support you. They want to see your accomplishments. They want to hear the hard work you've put in to reap the reward. Um, and if you don't tell them, you're not you're you're giving them less. You know. Yeah. So no, absolutely. You know, I don't think it's necessary. Like just because you did something and you said you did it, that doesn't make it spray. No, not at all. You know, you're allowed to be proud of your achievements. Um, that's why we work toward things. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Because we want to do them. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And even if you're doing it for yourself, it's like, don't be selfish. Other people like being happy for you. Yep. Um, so yeah, I'm going to give a couple shout outs. Uh, we normally don't do these because when we record board meetings, it could be months or years years until they come <laughs> out. Um, yeah. So it would be kind of weird and out of order if we did. But uh, shout out to Chris and Brian, both for sending their first several V10s. Uh, Sean Patton for 
doing his first two 13Bs in the same month. Yeah. No knee bars either. Real no ones. Knee bars. Um, We're going to have to do an episode on knee bars and knee pads. Ah, jeez. Uh, Erica yeah. for sending her first 7B. Nice. Um, obviously outside of America because we don't have 7Bs here. Uh, Arak, 7B Boulder. Boulder. 7B Boulder. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Arak, Caleb, Brian, and Nick all for the first 513s. Uh, Dana for their first 514. And uh, um, Patrick's first V8, which was huge for a guy who uh, he spends most of his year up in Alaska. Yeah. Just like plugging away in training, man. It's just like no just, excuses, man. Just him. His first <clears throat> year we worked together, he just had a hangboard and weights. Yeah. And he was like, Can you train me for eight months? I was like, I mean, I can. Are you going <laughs> to? I wouldn't want to do that. Yeah. You're like, going to be bored. Man, but what a boss for sticking it out. Yeah. No doubt. Uh, and very last one. Shout out to Eddie Avalone, uh, my very first client. Yeah. Uh, I don't work with him currently, but, you know, we're good buddies, and uh, I like to think I changed him for the better. Oh, you definitely did. But uh, he's had <laughs> he's had just an amazing season. Uh, yeah. Busy guy as a doctor, and, mm. uh, you know, he had a nice little window of time off and weather and smashed. Sent yeah. two long-term projects, uh, Swing Line 13D and Omaha Beach 14A. Yeah. You know, and, and his wife, Rachel's just about to crush her rig too so mm -hmm. and we give her enough training advice i'm pretty sure we get yeah we get credit for that we just had a funny conversation this year at the red at the solar collector because there were several power company people there uh -huh. and rachel was there wearing a power company shirt and i'm like well we don't really train rachel <laughs> <laughs> we, i mean we tell her what to do we tell her what to do i don't know that she believes any of it no she gets angry with us <laughs> um but yeah, and actually, I guess just shout out to everyone who like works hard and busts their ass. Because yeah. like, man, I've gotten to work with so many awesome people. And frankly, like sometimes life gets in the way, weather gets in the way, like, you know, and hard work doesn't turn into performance. Like yep. you can go to the red for two weeks and get rained on every day. <clears throat> you could have been in the best shape of your life and done everything right. And you know what? Sometimes you don't come away with a win. Absolutely. So. Yeah. In fact, I have a... a I was going to say short list, but it's not really a short list of people who've had some of those experiences, whether it's life experience or a weather thing happens or trips fall apart or whatever, but they keep plugging away, keep, they're just super dedicated all the time, you know, mm -hmm. and frankly, I think that's the hardest thing to do if you don't have big giant wins. Oh yeah. You know, they have lots of small wins along the way and they allow those to be the, the motivation and the momentum to keep going. Um, Meg, who's been long time oh, yeah. client, you know, early morning grinder, early morning grinder. And you know, she's, she just keeps at it no matter what. Doesn't get much time to go outside, but keeps mm -hmm. at it. Um, uh, Michelle, Thierry, Lucas, Shock. These are all people who just keep grinding no matter what. Um, Tyler, Becky, mm -hmm. Yasmin. Um, just grinders, absolute grinders. And, and I appreciate that massively. You know, there have been... There have been some big wins too. Um, my friend Scott has been winning massively this yeah, season. It's been a great season it's for crushing. him. It's crushing. It's cool to see. Um, Herman climbed his first 514. Nice. Crushed it out of state, you know, just taking trips to many traction, the thing by himself. Oh, and, that's rad. And did it. 
Um, relatively new client, Senya, recently crushed some things. Um, I've got two Abbeys that are crushing. Nice. Um, Matt, who's been a client for a long time, crushing rigs all over the world. I think he climbed on, I don't even know how many countries last year, 70 different countries last year, something Whoa. ridiculous. I think he climbed on every continent last year. That might be wrong. Like all seven? I think so. Whoa. Something like that. He travels a lot. Okay. So so it's cool to see that you can keep up that travel schedule and still climb harder. Yeah. And when I said, hey, maybe we need to buckle down and just do some training for a little while instead of constant sampling, um, he went right for it. So That's awesome. It's cool to see. And then I've got two that are kind of special shout outs. Um, three. So <laughs> Kim and Graham, who... Mm-hmm. Canadian crushers. I'm not working with them currently, but we worked together for a long time and they've moved on to some cool opportunities. Um, just big supporters and really dedicated. Yeah. It's, it's tough to find high level climbers who will allow you to change their whole approach and just be really dedicated. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was cool to watch that. And then Teal, oh, who yeah. is... I think she's 28 weeks pregnant right now, 27 or 28, something right. like that. And still crushing like uh, her, yeah. her max hang weight has gone up consistently. Weird. Um, at, while she's, you know, in the midst of a pregnancy and yeah, she's still crushing boulders. And I mean, the belly's starting to get in the way of things, mm-hmm. but she's still doing pull-ups on the six millimeter oh, cramps. And yeah, I saw that. That was kind of wild. Crusher, you know, every, she's got every excuse, mm-hmm. every reason. I'd be taking them. She could, she could just sit there and eat ice cream and be fine with it, but mm-hmm. she's crushing. Yeah. And then uh, Chris Calouse, who Chris, the Enormacast Calouse. Okay. He reached out to me and was like, "Hey, I think I might want to try this training thing. I've got a kid. I'm busy." And I'm like, "Yeah, but you hate gyms. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's gonna be tough." But he's really embraced it and oh, cool. getting into the gym a lot. And he gets excited about like moonboard projects and, you know, he's, he's embracing this new thing. That's tough to do when you're as old as he is, which is approximately the age of dirt. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's super, super cool to see. Yeah. No, that's really cool. Yeah. And I just dig, I dig getting to see all these wins from people, you know, whether it's process based in the gym you know, I've got a guy, John, who is just a gym climber. It's all he wants to do. Mm-hmm. He's not really interested in going outside. Um, moved to a new gym and a new country and just picked right up where he was, embraced bouldering because he was wanted to be a sport climber in the gym and is having these big wins bouldering, you know, super cool. Yeah. So... Yeah, I love I love seeing it. And, you know, we would love to hear more about what kind of big wins, little wins, small progressions, whatever everybody's having, you know? Yeah, no, I, that's one thing I love whenever people uh, reach back out to me months later and they'll say, hey, like, you know, I felt like one of the most common ones I'll get. Like six months later, people will be like, I was rooting on my project. Like, yeah, I felt totally. it. Like, you know, we may have worked together for three months, but... Like everything they continued to do afterwards, they were like, this like set the stage for me. Man, I love getting to hear like progress stories later on. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And it, frankly, it doesn't matter to me whether that 
progress, achievement, whatever is gym outside. Yeah. You know, just in your mindset. Man. I don't care. Whatever yeah. it is. No, that's totally. a, that's a, a win. Yeah. That's cool. You know, tag us in the Instagram photos and I'll happily spray for you so you don't have to do it. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a spray machine. Yes. So, so yeah, I think we should just wrap this up and get out of here because we're just taking up a bunch of time talking about ourselves. But, Word. but, um, one more time, man, I appreciate the support from everybody and keep sharing this thing along, you know, the, the more people, the better. And I watch those damn download numbers. Mm-hmm. Any, anytime we're getting close to a big number or a big, you know, milestone, I start watching the numbers and crunching the numbers and seeing how much we're averaging. And it's just cool to see that line keep going up and up and up and up and up. Like our, our monthly average right now is four times higher than it was two years ago, um, which is dope. Yeah. Super That's super cool. cool. Yeah. I attribute it all to Drew Mack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, um, look for us, support us however you can, however you want to, share it. You can find us at powercompanyclimbing.com if you're interested in training programs or apparel or any of our other products, uh, books coming out, mm-hmm. things like that. Um, you can find us at Power Company Climbing on the Facebooks and on the Instagrams, and you can tag us on there, and we will share your wins on our posts. And you can please mention us on Twitter. Share the podcast around Twitter. We will appreciate it, but I will not be able to say thank you because I won't know because we don't tweet. We scream like eagles. This time, 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 this